0: Welcome to the St. Michael Advent podcast series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Advent is Beyond the Signs. God's amazing love is fulfilled through Jesus Christ and there are divine signs pointing to him all around us. This holy season of Advent and Epiphany will help us find hope in what God has promised for us beyond the signs. The prophet Isaiah says, In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert, a highway for our God. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him Zechariah after his father, but his mother said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, well, none of your relatives have this name. Then they began motioning to his father, Zechariah, to find out what name he wanted to give him. Zechariah asked for a writing tablet and wrote, his name is John. And all of them were amazed. Immediately, Zechariah's mouth was opened and his tongue freed, and he began to speak, praising God. Fear came over all their neighbors, and all these things were talked about throughout the entire hill country of Judea. All who heard them pondered them, and said, What then will this child become? For indeed, the hand of the Lord was with him. Here ends the reading. The story of John the Baptist is a fascinating one. We likely know that his parents, Elizabeth and Zechariah, were unable to have a child of their own. Earlier in the chapter, Luke describes them as righteous before God, living blamelessly according to all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. Elizabeth and Zechariah were excellent, faithful people, and yet they hadn't been blessed with children of their own, and as Luke says, they were, and I quote, both getting on in years. Into that situation comes Gabriel. God's messenger who tells Zechariah that God has heard his prayers and will answer them, that Elizabeth will get pregnant with a son and they are to name the boy John. Zechariah, like any reasonable person, responds to Gabriel by asking how it could be possible that he and Elizabeth in their old age could have a child, to which Gabriel responds that anything is possible with God, but since Zechariah didn't believe Gabriel's words at first, his mouth would be shut, and he would be completely mute until the day when all the promises came true. Now that miraculous story, the appearance of Gabriel and the promise that Elizabeth would have a son, is important for us to know in order to understand the action of today's story. Finally, after an unexpected pregnancy, Elizabeth gave birth to a son. After that healthy birth, Elizabeth and Zechariah brought the boy to be circumcised, a ritual that was performed eight days after birth and is the moment when a baby is named. Everyone thought he'd be named for his father, but Elizabeth said, no, his name will be John. In that moment, Elizabeth is professing her faithfulness to God by doing as Gabriel foretold. Then all eyes shifted to Zechariah. Now remember, Zechariah had been mute for more than nine months, but even though he wasn't able to speak, the people still respected his position as priest. Zechariah grabbed a writing tablet and wrote that the boy's name should indeed be John and with that, his mouth was open and his tongue freed and he could speak once again. It doesn't take a scholar to understand the nature of this story. God reveals truth to someone. That person doubts that what God says is possible and then life doesn't quite go the way it should. This model is something that repeats in all of us. Think back to a time when you knew you should do a certain thing. Think back to a time when you were being encouraged to respond faithfully, to use your gifts to make an impact in the world. More often than not, we are stuck in a loop that says we are too busy, too tired, too stressed, or too afraid to respond to God with action. Instead, we stay stuck. Stuck in a place of doubt, wondering if what God hopes for us is even possible. And yet, today, we hear a story so similar to ours, in which God reveals some truth, and even a priest, you know, maybe especially a priest, doubts that what God hopes is possible. Now, in today's story, we see that God's hopes for us will break through eventually, and that God will never let us go. God knocks and knocks and knocks. He comes back to us again and again, trying to get our attention and get our good response. Every one of us has felt that nudge of God, perhaps even heard God speak clearly, and yet doubted that what God hopes we'll do or become is even possible. As we near the great celebration of Christmas, we will once again see that with God, anything is possible. God took the faithfulness of a young, unmarried teen girl and changed the world. Just think what could happen if we, with all our capacity and potential, acted with just a little of that kind of faith. What is God saying to you today? How is God calling on you to act? Have you thought about doing something new, something different, something better than being stuck in the loop of fear? Or perhaps this year? Perhaps this Christmas, we can all open our hearts and minds to God in new ways. Perhaps this year, even today, when God speaks about what is possible, we will believe. And with that belief, we will be transformed and become the change our world so desperately needs us to be. Merry Christmas. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Almighty God, you have given your only begotten Son to take our nature upon him and to be born of a pure virgin. Grant that we, who have been born again and made your children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by your Holy Spirit through our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom with you and the same Spirit be honor and glory now and forever. Amen.